0: Good morning. My name is Darwin Tucher and I'm married to my beautiful bride, Camille, for 37 years. We have three grown children with families that live close by. My wife and I have been coming to Richland For the past 10 years, and we live northwest of Crestford. Get these on here. I'm thankful for my family, especially my wife, who has always been there for me, willing to help out wherever she can. I'm thankful for mine and Camille's parents and all they have done for me and my family. I'm thankful and blessed to have grandkids close by who always loved staying overnight at grandma's house. I'm blessed to have an old McDonald farm to entertain our grandkids and for the many pictures and memories with them that I will cherish forever. I'm thankful for the opportunity to go out for a ranger ride down the country back roads with my best friend and wife, seeing all the different wildlife, fall colors of trees, and the beautiful sunsets. I'm thankful for the many times spent with family and friends during the holidays, sporting events, hunting, fishing, playing cards, and cribbage, and enjoying the outdoors, especially when the wind isn't blowing. I'm just a simple farmer. Maybe that's why I enjoy all the simple things in life that we so easily can take for granted. I feel blessed to be a member of this church and I'm extremely grateful for Pastor Ron and Jason and Stephen and their spouses for not only all they do and have done for this church and this community, but all they have done for me and my family as well. God has truly blessed me and seen me through some trying times as well, but the one thing I am truly thankful for the most is for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who not only is loving, forgiving, and gracious, but merciful as well, and for that I am forever grateful. Thank you.
1: Good morning. I am Rebecca Bowser, and I am married to my husband, Mike. And we live in Aberdeen with our two children. Zachary is 11 and Emma is 9. And we have been coming to Richland for about six years, a little over. Um, After Pastor Ron asked me to share what my thankfulness is, Um, I actually did a lot of thinking. Usually I wing it, but you're lucky I'm not winging it today. Um, When I was thinking about it, I stuck to the basics. I decided, okay, well, I'm thankful for Mike, I'm thankful for my kids, I'm thankful for my home, and I'm thankful for my church. And then I started to think, actually, not even one of those things was ever my choosing. I would have never chosen this life for me, when I had my plan 25 years ago, I was going to marry um, younger than I did. He was going to be an orphan. He was going to have no siblings, and he was going to come with a trust fund. That way, all of our holidays and all of our special events could be with my family, and I didn't have to share. I would live blissfully because I knew what it was what what it meant to have a good marriage. It wasn't going to be hard. It wasn't going to be difficult because I'm. You know, I knew what I wanted, and my husband would fall right into line with that. We would um, be married for a couple years and start a family, and my plan was to have four boys. I was very clear on four boys, and I ended up with two, one boy and one girl. Um, All those boys would end up going to school so that I could go go and um, enjoy, catch up on my reading, that for the first five years I would fall back behind. Um, I would keep a spotless house because... I would, and I would work on my climbing, on my rock climbing that I had started at that time, because Mike and I were going to be living in a log home in the middle of the mountains. As you can see, my life, or the reality of my life, has not been that way. Mike's parents are both alive and well. Um, he has two sisters, and their families are also all around, and he came with zero trust fund. I have two children, not four boys. Um, They do not go to school. I am with them 24-7 because we homeschool. And I cannot imagine my life without my little girl. As for improving my rock climbing skills, (laughs) we're in Aberdeen. You can take it from there. We have no hills, let alone mountains. I will say this, though. I have climbed the Haskell's chimney twice. (laughs) So, And I've lived here for many, many years. In fact, the one thing that I was thankful for, one of the things I was thankful for was Richland, and that wasn't even in my plan. Um, Mike, six years ago, brought me here. Um, He came fully willing, and I came kicking and screaming with my heels dug in. I did not want to come to Richland. And these are the things that I'm most thankful for. The fact is, is that God has changed my dreams. He has changed, he has given me things that I never even expected. Um, I have a treasure of a husband. He has stood behind me. We don't have a perfect marriage by all means. It is hard being married. Sorry, Emma, I'm sure you're still in the happiness of it. Um, it is hard being married, and yet he has stood by me. Um, we wrestle daily on how to raise our children That was, I was going to be perfect at that too. I was a teacher for years and I knew exactly what not to do and what to do and I screw it up daily. We pray for wisdom daily and we pray that God fixes the problems that we have done in our children. I love my home in the Midwest. Um, I am so glad I'm not in the mountains. I love the sunsets. I love the wind. I know, that's weird. I love the freedom. I love the space. When we come back from visiting family in Wisconsin, we come back and it's like this, oh, thank you, I can I can see ahead. I absolutely love where I live. And as for my church family, um, you guys, you were introduced when I came to a um, a very bitter, a very angry, a very insecure emotional mess. I came... With a lot of baggage, and yet everybody accepted me, accepted my husband, and accepted my children and all of our mess. Um, I will say that um, I I love Richland now. I did not want to come. I was unhappy. Um, I within two weeks. I this has my been my home. You have you have accepted us. You have adopted us. You have loved my children. You have taught my children. I have struggled spiritually. I have learned many truths that have been eternal, and I am now just catching on. I love the music. I love what the music says as I sing it, and I love my relationships. I have made some friends here that I would not be where I am without them. So what am I thankful for? I am thankful that God did not give me what I wanted, that His sovereign will gave me the the blessings that I have today. Thank you
2: Hi my name is Steve Munger. My wife, Debbie, and I live over southwest of uh, Warner and uh, have two grown sons a j and Nate that uh, grew up through this church and now we have four grandchildren and a fifth on the way so um I am thankful to be an American and thankful to be able to to worship my god um, anywhere anytime i choose and I'm thankful that that our forefathers two hundred and forty years ago were blessed by the hand of God when they were Creating this nation, it's uh, documented that 50 out of the 55 men that signed the Declaration of Independence professed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and I'm thankful for that. The freedom never comes free. Over those 240 years, millions of men and women have, have given their lives to preserve that freedom, and I'm thankful for that. I, uh, remember when I was a, a first grader, um every morning we'd, we'd, uh, stand at attention, put a hand over our heart, pledge allegiance to the flag. From the first grade through the sixth grade, we'd, we'd say the words, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all and, uh, I think at that young age, you know, kids are, are very impressionable and, and I, I thank God that, that he impressed on me that, you know, what the sacrifice was. Um, the Vietnam war was going on at that time. I'd go home from school and watch the news at night. You'd see the flag draped boxes bringing, uh, young men back from, from Vietnam. Walter Cronkite would give the, the death report for that day. And, uh, you know we uh, we are thankful that that uh, there are men and women that that continue to to give their their lives for the the freedom that we enjoy a few years ago my wife and I had the the privilege to to visit normandy in france and uh, our trip was kind of planned so that we could be at normandy on memorial day and that was uh, uh something that was very uh, um a solemn event for us. As we walked, um, you know, through the the cemetery there, through the rows and rows of of great grave markers, um, you read the names. You know, when they were born, when they died. You know, the, there's such diversity in in the names. You know, there's city kids that you know from Brooklyn. There's country kids from Ohio. Um, all nationalities. There's Italians and Germans and Polish and Scandinavians and and uh, Hispanics and you could just uh, you know, see that there is a a wide melting pot that had had gone to Europe to to give that uh, ultimate sacrifice and and I'm thankful for that. The one thing that you could tell um, that was all a common thing is that they all died in a relatively short period of time you know, when we. Landed on the beaches in, in Normandy, and, and um, you kind of wonder, you know, what the the stories of each of those individual, individuals was when when they they did die, because um, they movies have tried to recreate it, and and uh, um, but you know that they all had a story. Some some were probably killed. Even before they got out of the the transports uh, on the beach, uh, you know, some died as heroes doing something noble, uh, but, uh, you know, they all had a story. Um, I believe that the God was with each one of them when they did die, and uh, I think uh, that I'm very thankful for that. One thing that um, we've done since we've, we've, um, you know, for you know, last twenty years, try and go to the Memorial Day service in our our local town. Um, and the other thing that we like to do is to to ask for their stories. Um, you know, I know that there is a one gentleman that was in World War II um, that um, was sharing his story of of uh, uh, early in the war that he was, you uh, know. Um, Bomber runs that, that went between London and, and uh, Europe, and he had told the story about being um, uh, sitting on the on the runway waiting to take off, and they knew that uh, this was one of those times. Um, you know, the war wasn't going well. They needed to to do something different and make a a big impact, and and they loaded extra bombs on those bombers. But to do that, they had to, to, um, load less fuel and that they knew that they would not make it back to, uh, London, that they would have to ditch at some point over Europe and be captured or killed. And, uh, to hear his story of, um, you know, what was going through his mind when they were sitting waiting for their, their go-ahead on takeoff that was, you know, just very humbling that, um, you know, you take that story and, Take at times, you know, millions, and you have everybody's story. Um, so it's, um, I'm thankful for for people like that that were willing to give their lives. Um, you, we also visited um, Washington, D.C. Um, visited the the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. One thing that I remember from uh, that visit was that thinking that there is no. Soldiers that were unknown to God, they were unknown to man, but God, God knew them all. Um, God, His Spirit was was with them when they when they gave their lives, and and um, I'm thankful for that to to have a sovereign God that is a controlling God that um, um, is my God today, and it'll be my my God you know, forevermore. Um, it's not just the The people that that gave their lives, um, you know, you could see that. We visited the Vietnam Memorial when we were there too. You know, the the veterans that that were uh, disabled, missing a leg, missing arms, um, looking for a you know some of their their company that were um, inscribed on that wall. Um, You know, many millions of of men and women have had their lives changed um, because they they um, sacrificed um, uh, to preserve our freedom a lot of the parents and families uh, that were there um, tracing the names of their of their loved ones from that wall you know the all the sacrifices that those people made you know i'm i'm very thankful for all that too so um, next time you have a bad day just you know be thankful that that we are free that we live in a country that we can worship our God, and um, I thank God for that.
3: Hi, I'm Bailey Peets, I'm 16, and I'm the oldest daughter of Russ and Ginger Peets, and we live five miles north of Aberdeen. I'm thankful for many things, but here are a few things that I'm thankful for. I am thankful that God has given me the chance to know him and to make him known to the children of South Dakota. Um, God has given me the chance to be born to Christian parents that love him and that have taught me to love him and have given me the opportunity to go to a Christian school where I can learn about God and I can learn from teachers who also love God and profess their faith and teach me to love him as well. I'm also thankful... um, to be able to work for Child Evangelism Fellowship, and to teach children between the ages of 4 and 14 also to love God. Because between the ages of 4 and 14 are the ages when a person is most likely to accept Christ. In fact, 85% of Christians have received Christ between the ages of 4 and 14. And by age 11, a child's worldview is already set, so they already know how they think the world is going to be. They already have an opinion of the world by age 11. And so if a child is reached with the gospel before that age, then they can see the world through a Christ-centered lens, which affects every part of their life. And so this has been a real blessing to me, to be able to come alongside children and help them to learn about God and to know God and then to watch them grow and then learn to serve the Lord. Um. The Great Plains area of CEF in 2016 was able to share with just over 1,600 children, and 51 of those children made a decision to choose Christ as their Savior, and so that has been a huge blessing to me. I'm also very thankful for the Richland Church, which is how I first came to hear about CEF, through Kay teaching us with the CEF um, teaching stuff and with Hannah inviting me to work for CEF after Camp Good News. I'm also very thankful for the prayers and the financial support of this church that you guys, I know, pray for me and that you support me and support other parts of CEF through Camp Good News and hosting clubs. And I'm also thankful for the openness of children and their excitement to learn about the gospel. Children are so excited, they're just excited about life. And when they see other people that are excited about something, they want to be excited about it too. I remember when we went to a club in Lankford. um, We were about 30 minutes early to the club every day, and those kids were there at the park before us because they were so excited for the club that they were over 30 minutes early because they were so excited to learn. And they even came to the next club that we had later that day, and they were early for that too. They were just so excited to learn about God and to be with us. I'm also thankful for God's protection in my life. In Hebrews 13, 5, it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I have personally witnessed this through a car accident that we had in October of 2006. We were coming home from visiting some family in southern Missouri, and when we were um, by Brookings on the interstate we slid on some ice and were hit by a semi. I was ejected from the car, and when they took us to Brookings, they did a CAT scan and found out that I had a fractured skull and a lacerated spleen. So my father and I were care-flighted down to Sioux Falls. The next morning when they did a CAT scan, they found that there was no fracture whatsoever in my skull, that it was totally healed, and that there was no sign that had, there had ever been a fracture. The doctors in Sioux Falls told my mom that there was just some sort of a mistake. That they must have just messed up when they took the CAT scan in Brookings. But she knew that God had healed me because of the prayers of all of the people that had been praying overnight for us and for our family. Also because of this car accident, we found out that my dad had cancer. The kind of cancer that he had could only be surgically removed. And because of this, we were able to find it before it spread throughout all of his abdomen. And he was able to have surgery in November that has taken it away. And so I'm so thankful for God's faithfulness in my life.
4: Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is John Fogarty. My family and I uh, live just west of Aberdeen. And I want to share some things with you that I am thankful for. Uh, I certainly want to thank God for all the blessings uh, that he's bestowed upon us, uh, that my family and I have shared recently. We have been blessed with uh, some very special blessings over the past couple years that include our son Samuel, that many of you first knew as Silas. He's now Samuel. Uh, These special blessings, along with Samuel, also include our worshiping and fellowshipping here at Richland Church. Uh, We really feel thankful and praise God for the body of believers here at Richland. We've been participating here for about two and a half years. Uh, Through the body and leadership here, we've experienced God's glory and also received uh, a lot, much biblical instruction. Uh, This really assists us in being aware of and appreciating God's special gifts and blessings. Uh, While here at Richland, we have been exposed to really great Bible teaching by some very, very good teachers. Uh, A lot of of people around here lead by example and lead by not actually standing up and and teaching every Sunday, but they're certainly here amongst you and they're certainly doing God's work. Uh, Paul and I really feel like we have spent time with fishers of men people that are really out there seeking other uh, people's hearts here and souls. And I've been really blessed with that uh, by a lot of people. The basis of many relationships we experience here at Richland are uh, centered on God-glorifying principles and God's word. These edifying relationships have benefited us greatly and also helped us along our spiritual walks. I really cannot fully express my deep thankfulness and feelings of gratitude for the special blessings we have received through all of you, the people of Richland Church. There are so many ways that we have grown and have been led along to more fully see and experience God's glory. So as my family and I reflect on blessings and these things, uh, we need to thank God for during this season. We will certainly be thinking of you, the people of Richland, and the special blessings you've proven to be for each of us, Paul and I will really be thanking God for you and your being part of our lives. Thank you, and we appreciate all that each of you do. Thanks again.
5: My name's Ann Miller. My husband, Keith, and I have six kids. Um, we live southwest of Aberdeen, about 10 miles. Um, we've been coming to Richland Church for about two and a half years, And we're really thankful for this church, the pastors and teachers, and the preaching of God's word. Um, I'm really thankful for the opportunity I have to teach the first graders on Wednesday night at church. Um, I actually enjoy it. Um, I asked them what they were thankful for, and I'm going to mention a few things because I'm also thankful for these things. Um, Water, food, watermelon, pizza, um, milk, hearts. God, prayer, and Jesus. Um, On Wednesday night, we went around the room and we had them pray. And their prayer was very sweet and very simple. Most of them said something like, um, Dear God, um, thank you for these kids and pray that they'll like our gifts and help them to believe in Jesus. And my faith in Jesus is the thing that I'm most thankful for. Um, I was born a pastor's kid, but I am a believer in Jesus by choice. I'm thankful that I grew up in a Christian home and that when I had questions in life, my parents could give me answers from the Bible. As I reflect on the past year, I think my biggest lesson in thankfulness was probably the opportunity that Keith and I had to go to Mexico. I'm thankful for the support and prayers of this church Um, I thought I would come back thankful that I'm an American with clean water, plenty of food, a variety of clothing, um, a house, a vehicle, security, and although I am thankful for all these things, um, God taught me more about being grateful. Um, We we attended church with Mexican believers. The highlight of their week is church. They love to come together and worship God and um, study his word together. The, we arrived at our service um, a few minutes late, and the place was packed. But um, they honored us as American missionaries, and they cleared out the first rows and allowed us to sit there. And um, there was people standing around the auditorium and then even outside at the windows and doors. Um, it was just neat to see how much they enjoyed church and what they would sacrifice to get together and serve together and learn together. We went in, we spent a day in Christian orphanages where we heard the testimonies of kids who came for shelter and found Jesus. We went into prisons where we heard the testimonies of souls that found Jesus. Um, We went into, um, we worked in a a handicapped um, rehab center that also was a drug rehab center and also an elderly rehab center altogether. Um, We worked with these people, and uh, we met people who came for shelter and found Jesus. And now they depend on God for basic needs. Um, Water, food, clothing, shelter. Um, They meet together twice a day to worship God and study his word. And um, the thing that humbled me the most about all these ministries um, with these people in poverty is that they didn't dwell. They had next to nothing um, in material possessions, but they didn't dwell on that. They spoke of how they found Jesus, and now they have everything. Uh, I'm just so thankful that I serve the same God that these people depend on. I serve the same God that um, gave these people hope. And um, it was, it was, I came back home um, not Thankful for my material, not thankful only for my material possessions and comforts, but thankful also that um, I, I serve this God, and my faith was strengthened through these people. Um, Colossians 3 2 says, set your affection on things above, not on things on this earth. And I'm thankful that God showed me his glory through these people that we went to serve and returned. My faith was strengthened. Um, to my faith was strengthened um, to be thankful not only for what I have, but for who I have.
6: My name is David Palmer, and I'm married to my wife, Carla, for the past 28 years. We have two sons, Corey and Sam. Both were hoping will be done with their higher education this spring. We're blessed to live here in the country. In fact, we live just a couple of miles from the church. My family homesteaded here, and I'm the fourth generation to farm here in South Dakota. I've attended Richland four days short of 51 years, so if you need to make an extra pie for Thanksgiving for me, I I wouldn't have any problem with that. It was five or six years ago that I last had the opportunity to share in this service and my thoughts this week in trying to come up with some things to say today, I begin to think what's changed in my life the last three years that I'm thankful for today. Something that hasn't changed that I'm thankful for today is, that, is for my family that God's blessed me with to be part of. But most importantly, and also I'm thank, grateful to God for opening my eyes to see his grace provided for me in the perfect life and death of his son Jesus for a long time in my life, I tried to add myself and what I needed to do to be saved together into a bunch of works to try to find favor with God. God graciously opened my eyes and drew my heart to see I just needed to believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Just as it says in Ephesians two eight, it's by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It's a gift of God. I knew I had a sin problem then and I still do now, but the reality of living by faith in Christ's perfection changed my life. It's a horrible way to live when you carry the weight of trying to do it yourself and be perfect when you're not able. What amazing freedom we are given when we realize it's finished, finished by Christ's work and sacrifice. Something that's changed for me the last few years that I'm thankful for is a deeper appreciation of having the scriptures in my hand. I think I've always just taken having the Bible available and in my language for granted. But over the last few years, we've studied some church history in Sunday school and it really started to sink in how many generations of people for centuries had no access to the Bible I'm living in a time that I can have God's word in my language with study notes and commentary to help me understand. Even today, many people many people groups don't have access to the Bible in their own language. God has really helped me the last couple of years to be more intentional about reading the Bible and having a consistent time of prayer. One way God has done that for me was to see it modeled in the life of my Aunt May, who died this last spring. Carla and I had the opportunity to be around May, and we were with her right up until she died. I began to see how she got up early every day to read her Bible and pray. Even the last weeks, she was trying, trying to stay caught up with her reading plan and even had us read to her as she weakened and couldn't do it herself. May... Isn't in heaven today because she was a consistent reader of their Bible, but God used it to renew her mind and to keep her from me and to keep her from being conformed to this world. And He used May's consistency to urge me to be better consistency in my own life. And I'm truly thankful for that. Since May's death, we've been slowly cleaning out her house, which was also my grandparents' home. I discovered a closet full of scrapbooks that my grandma made and kept starting in the 1930s up through the early 1990s. I love history, so it's been fun to read newspaper clippings through that time frame and everything else that got saved in those albums, such as, if you can believe it, hair from all her kids and grandkids' first haircuts. Grandma kept everything that was related to Richland Church as well, such as building dedication programs, newsletters from the district, annual church conference packets, and many more similar things. But my favorite was a book entitled A Century in Dakota Territory, a historical sketch of our denomination from 1881 to 1981. I was amazed at all the churches that have come and gone. So many communities, big and small, lost their churches for whatever reason. It's really made me think why God would bless and keep open, not just keep open but grow a country church. I'm so thankful today for what God's doing in this congregation, that the gospel is alive and preached to us, that we have the opportunity to be salt and light to our neighbors, that God's raised up missionaries from within that we have a partnership with and Dr. Heather and David and Dina, that 85 kids were here Wednesday night to minister to, and that we have committed pastors to lead and shepherd us. I'm so thankful to those who've laid the foundation and to those who've built on it. I pray God will help us to continue to glorify him and enjoy him completely. We're grateful that though we didn't have a hope that you would own a rebel like us, the promise of the gospel says you will. And so we thank you, Father. We thank you that you're the one who declared all who were weary and heavy laden come to me and I will give you rest. We're grateful, Father, That you have, in fact, for all who look to you, removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. And we can rejoice in that. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We hope you can stay. Just make your way to the fellowship hall and we'll join you there.